This week, we answer more of life's tough questions. Like, if you were going to have a beer with a pastor, what state would you have it in? And, if you were going to have a buddy cop movie, would you want it to star me and today's guest? We'll find out today. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, where we are in the middle of hot podcast summer, yeah. and we continue to vaccinate the masses against fake outrage and all fake outrage variants. <laughs> That's uh, right. We our, have a few. Our podcast is good against the variants. Uh, the studies just came out. Our efficacy is above 90%. Thank you. Uh, yes, this is the least important debate show on the internet. My name is Sandeep Sen. With me, as always, the getting increasingly jacked Phil Causey. Thank you. You mentioned my body in this podcast, uh... More times than I think our audience is comfortable with. Well, it, some it of our audience mentioned. Actually, uh, you know, he's pretty jacked. And also, this is one of those episodes where I have a hot, b- higher body fat percentage than both our than both other people combined. Because we have uh, our guest Chris Keys, uh, who also yes, uh, I don't know him and Phil might uh, might be able to you know compete in some like a rush <laughs> hour type movie where it's like it's about like. You know, working out if there was a buddy cop movie, we would not be a terrible casting, would we, Chris Keys? No, nah, I, I would totally star in a buddy cop movie. You know what? It, it's a pretty good look, I, I would say. I would say because you got the the native New Yorker kind of street smarts because you're the black guy, and that's how these movies all get written because they're all fucking one dimensional characters. Well, yeah, and I'm the guy things. who's from the country who he, you know, I know things that can uh, that that don't apply to the city. So together we can combine our knowledge and stop crime. How excited are you about that? I'm, I'm contacting my agent immediately after. <laughs> this podcast man yeah what would that movie be called keys and cause (laughs) (laughs) i like how you picked that up off the rib it has a ring to it man that's it that's the movie causing and keys yeah man alliteration justice ain't nothing wrong with some alliteration in the title man that's Uh it or back like we're standing back to back in the poster and all of that man some fly yeah you solve crimes and you prevent people from eating carbs you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that has soda. That has sugar in it. Have green tea, bitch. Yeah, we don't. We don't actually stop bu- real so crime. A buddy, so a buddy cop movie with fitness tips. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we go to the docks and we don't stop. Uh, like you know, shipments of cocaine. We stop shipments of Twinkies from coming in. <laughs> okay. We- vision. It's all. It's all about vision. By the way, I want. I want to mention one thing. This is kind of cool. So for those of you who listen to this show all the time, and by the way, we I have gotten a few messages from a few people recently because our, our release schedule hasn't been as consistent because of the pandemic and then the transition back to real life. So for the, those of you who did message me or said to us in person uh, that, you know, do you want to hear weekly episodes? We're doing our best. Uh, it's going to be more, like I said, kind of whatever we can get to it for a little bit longer, but we'll figure it out eventually. So thank you for that. But also, I, I want to mention one thing, Sandeep. A few months ago on the show, I told a story about the time that I had to sprint across the Oculus here in New York City with a girl that I was on a second date with. Right. And 15 minutes later, uh, me and said uh, hot redhead, we ran into Chris Keys. So just just to kind of uh, complete the timeline to close the loop, we're gonna. I, I just want to mention that I, we ran into Chris Keys, and now you're here. Yeah, you're well, here with us, and yeah, you can vouch for the hotness of very, the redhead. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah no, very, yeah, very yeah, pretty. She's girl. a cutie. She's yeah, a cutie for sure. uh, I, I was wishing like, dude, I saw you, but it was a, it was a dude. It was a, <laughs> <laughs> it was a fat <laughs> Irish dude that you were with. Yeah, yeah, but you know, ain't nothing wrong with that either, man. You know what I'm saying? Party so, yeah, a girl that I never saw again, sadly. Um, but yeah, so that that was interesting. 
Got to, I was in a McDonald's downtown. One of the, the lesser scummy McDonald's here in New York, because McDonald's here do tend to be kind of gross, but that's not important right now. Let's uh, let's talk about Chris Keys for a minute. I understand you have some kind of fitness-related content that's about to hit the interwebs in the next X amount of months. Yeah, I mean, like, there's some stuff on, on Instagram right now, and it's kind of like something where I'm trying to fuse comedy and fitness into one. Mm-hmm. So, in, so it's something where, okay, we're on entertaining followers and at the same time offering fitness advice and just motivating people in whichever way I can from a fitness standpoint. And I'm, you know, I'm having fun doing it so far. It's, it's a a project that's in its infancy, but Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm confident that it's going to like turn into something, you know, because a lot of people want to get into shape and a lot of people want to be made to laugh. So I'm kind of sort of decent at both. So let's, you know, let's see what happens with it. Yeah. Let's do it. it. That's right. Yep. He's got punchlines and pecs. Oh, man, yo, I'm killing the alliteration. It's going to be like an hour of alliteration, man. You're That's just, all we're just doing. Rolling. Is that the, <laughs> exactly the title? I want royalties if it is. Okay. <laughs> punchlines and pecs. Uh, don't look for that. That's not the title. Uh, I don't know what the actual title is. Do you know what the title is yet? Or do you? Uh, the title of? Of your fitness comedy series. You know what? I'm, I'm staying kind of on the theme with um, the name I'm under on Instagram, which is Keziology. Yes. So, so I might just kind of like stick with that and then just let everything just kind of like fall under that name. Kesiology and kinetics. Okay, I will stop. Now. Tight five and tight stop. bod. Yes, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> we will. But either way, that is pretty awesome. We, we do need more. We need more fitness that isn't just the lame like, today we're going to feel good, guys, and we're going to feel the burn and, you know, big smile. Like I want a, like a fitness series where the guys, it's like a boot camp where the guy's like bitching at you. Like calling you a little bitch, so like, like a CT Fletcher type kind of. Yeah, I want to. I, I can actually see you killing it at that. By the way, you know what, man? He has such a following, and I, and I would hate to <laughs> be seen that. as a poor man CT, but I guess it would be kind of hard because, like, you know, I mean, I'm trying to get the humor angle too, so mm-hmm. that kind of will pull me out of that CT realm. I think slash hope, you know. But again, like you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with it, man. Because like yeah. I said, a lot of people want to look better naked, and a lot of people want to laugh. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I just make those two points join forces. Well, you know, yeah, a lot of people make people laugh by getting naked, and they want to end that. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and you see, there we go, and that's some. You see, like now you're gonna be in one of my fitness videos, yeah. you know, just to even say that line, and then cool, then we'll just do some push-ups. Writing some credit. Sammy's gonna be in the video as the before picture. Yeah. That's kind of- <laughs> <laughs> so so kind-hearted. You know what? That should. You know what? This is my idea. That's that's it. For next time people ask you for credit, I'm gonna put before picture. <laughs> That'd be funny, right? There's a four picture on the uh, infomercial, or I'm I'm blank on the total. Gym. By the way, stop dogging yourself, but you make it sound like you're just this, like you're saying some just a sack of potatoes with a microphone in front of you. you, you come yeah, on. no, normally I'm like at least relatively in shape compared to people, but now I'm in I'm I'm up against like now I'm like a slob compared to the YouTube the two. Ah, of you, come so on, man. Stop I mean, short. Stop short changing yourself. Yeah, man. you don't want to look. You don't want to hold yourself up to the the, the kesiology standard, okay? Right. And uh, you know, or or the Kazi standard, or the the, the what is what did I say? Kazi and keys, uh, cop boot camp standard. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing, but no, like Sandy, you're. I mean, you're for a dude in your forties. You're in you're in rocking shape. You know, if if I were a divorcee, I'd totally fuck you. But nice. See, there you go. Um, there we go. Just, now uh, we're bonding. Need to get now married. We're <laughs> now we got to the bonding part earlier in the class. No, I'm with it. <laughs> All right. Speaking of uh, gay sex, we're gonna start today. <laughs> we're gonna start today in Alabama. 
We're going to start today in Alabama with this story here. This comes to us from Hazel Green, Alabama, which I imagine is, uh, or imagine, I assume is outside of Huntsville. I know that I'm usually the geography guy, but I did not spend a whole lot of time researching this story. Uh, there was a sign uh, outside of a church in Hazel Green, Alabama, outside of the Carter's Grove Baptist Church. For those of you who didn't grow up in rural America, Baptists are like among the more hardcore sects of Christianity, uh, you know, the fire and brimstone types who hate you if you're anything that even remotely diverts from the, the teachings. And they had a sign they had up during last month, during Pride Month. There were two lines on the sign. One of them said, Pride Month, sounds about right. And, and that part, that's the okay part. But then in line two, it said, Pride goeth before destruction. And that part, as you can imagine, not quite as cool. Um... The normal suspects were upset about this, as well as some local folks, which I'm very happy about. This a picture of this made it onto the, and I can't believe I'm saying this, the Huntsville, Alabama subreddit. <laughs> are you excited <laughs> about that, guys? <laughs> Sandeep, they have their own subreddit. How how many people are on their subreddit? I have like no idea. <clears throat> I have no idea, but I'm glad they have the internet down in Alabama at this point. And I'll paraphrase the post because it was a very long-winded, like. It's it looked like read like it was something that you'd read in in Bushwick, Brooklyn after like an offensive joke got told at a comedy show. It was all the normal beats like this is bigotry. You're spreading hatred instead of love. You're shameful and disgusting. And it you know is is that is what it was. Well, I thought the funny part was you had people defending the thing, saying no, no, yeah. he wasn't. He wasn't trying to insult gays. And then they interview the pastor. He's like, no, no, I was totally trying to insult the gays. <laughs> well, he he the thing the, the sneaky thing they do. And I'm going to get to the pastor quote in just one second. Is they have this angle of like, no, 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 we're, we don't hate the gays. We're just trying to like fix them because they're flawed. You know, like they have like that's their attitude. So the quote from uh, the pastor of the church, he said, "It's not bigotry. It's actually a loving person to tell them that things are not right in their life." <laughs> End quote. So you're saying you're not right because you're gay. It's crazy that people are still like thinking and because like no, like homosexuality and how and how it's perceived, you know. That haven't really progressed like across the board, and that's what we're really seeing in this story. And it's crazy because when you look at the world, and I'm not going to sound like I'm going to try not to sound like some super profound person. Most of the world lives in some sort of homogenous kind of way, and I think that mm -hmm. there are, um, even though we have different cultures in this country, you have sectors of the country that you know it, it, they try to live in that same way. They want homogeny like within you know their area their you know their culture then you add religion to it and then it leads to that sign you know what i mean you know, uh, oh yeah this is i mean at the end of the day this is alabama right it, you you can do you know rural urban whatever the case may be but in anywhere in america when you go more than 20 minutes outside of whatever the nearest city is you're in alabama it doesn't matter what part of the country you're in you're in it, alabama yeah, it feels like that don't it don't yeah it? and so I, I think that's a big part of this is, is that there's the homogenous culture is it, there is a lot of homogeny in these rural American style communities. Right. And so when people divert from that, it does kind of freak people out. Yeah, and it stands out. You get stands signs out. like this. Yeah. Um, Sandeep, what was your what was your initial reaction to that side? That's what I that's what I loved about it. Is the people were trying to be like, no, that's not what the pastor meant and he's uh -huh. He, he's trying. It, it, it's totally not that. And then the pastor himself is like, "No, it was totally that. I was <laughs> definitely yeah. not pro gay." You know what I love about it? It's kind of like, okay, they're trying to say, "Oh, if they weren't, they weren't trying to be disrespectful." Well, if it wasn't that, then what was your angle by putting up 
pride cometh before destruction, you know, or pride comes before the, what were you trying to say if you weren't trying to be disparaging when it comes to the gay community? Like, yeah. Like, what, like, what, what else could you have meant <laughs> is my point. Well, the, the yeah. word goeth, I think, I don't know what, I don't know what the fuck it means. And you can just be like, no, goeth, like pride I goes. Think mean, I think it means comes, like it, uh, oh. pride comes before destruction or oh, okay. pride precedes destruction. So go, and then the opposite it's, of go is goeth. It, well, no, it's, it's the biblical, it's that old English shit. You know, yeah, right. it's like I said, it's that fire yeah. and brimstone. You, you, oh, so you didn't grow up with with white um, religion beaten into you at all, did you? And you, you, well, no, you, pro- did, I, you um, did you grow up in a religious household, Chris? Uh, for a few years, but like there was a lot of, a lot of things going on, so we kind of like lost the religion stuff. Oh, but, see, you guys didn't grow up being forced to go to fucking religious class once a week, like nah, I did, so, we, were, we were forced to go to church from for like until like I'd say I don't know sixth grade or something like that after that it was I'm about like, that with mine too my mom's like look just get your get your confirmation i think i was like 12 or 13 and then you don't have to go with me anymore i know you fucking hate it right. uh but yeah no, like that that's very common in like biblical speak like whenever someone does like a like a biblical quote yeah it's usually when some old english and it always, shit. it always loses me but yeah the member of the member of the board of directors of rocket city pride said i can definitely see both sides so the way i first read it honestly was thinking that they were in support of pride then the the then the pastor would be like, "Where are their no, dude?" These, I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's these people suck." And I was trying to, do, I'm being loving by telling them that they suck. Yeah, yeah, like come to church, we can fix you and make you better. Yeah, yeah. The only the only way I think this could possibly go both ways is if they they double down and they 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 said like, "No, no, no, the destruction thing. We're just trying to make Pride Mouth sa- sound more metal." Like <laughs> that's the only way I can even. Somehow misconstrue that into being pro gay. That's a hell of an angle right there. That that that's that's clever. But <laughs> how many people would actually buy it? But yeah. <laughs> oh no! If a pre- priest actually said that, that would make it lose even more credibility. But, uh, <laughs> are the seven deadly sins? Is that a Bible thing? Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's de- it's the cardinal sins, right? Oh, cardinal the sins. original. Remember that sins? movie Seven with the and then the, there was a head chopped off. Uh, yeah, I, every I every one of the things was. Someone's... That's not one of the normal things that get the main thing that's beaten into you. In uh, oh, I went to Catholic uh, classes because that's what they meant. The right? That's from that the... thing, right? Like you shouldn't have pride because then you're being like cocky. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. You know what they this didn't guy beat was this thinking. shit into you well enough. Apparently, you need to get more beatings. Well, no, no. Baptism, <laughs> Baptist churches, those are the ones where people they do like the chants and they like pass out and they do like the circles with the fucking. Get, it's a whole thing. That's way more hardcore than what I had as a kid. Cause that, and that is like a stereotypical Deep South, like America, guns, God, Jesus kind of thing. I didn't go to a church like that, thank God. I went to just like a regular New England Roman Catholic. So I don't, I don't know exactly what his teachings would be. But I have an idea of what kind of person this fucking pastor is. You know what I mean? Well, but the pride thing, that quote, it's from, it's, isn't, it from, isn't it from that thing? The Bible? The the, the that seven thing. Yeah. aren't there thing. seven like that, that sins thing. that you're supposed to have not have and one is oh you're saying like like pride sloth gluttony no like homosexuality like okay like um, yeah, sloth. greed sloth envy homosexuality is not one of the seven think, no is pride, pride, pride one of them. huh is, is pride, pride one oh pride no no I don't. Oh, okay. So that was just a random. Quote yeah, we're from not the religious Bible. experts here at the fake out. That, yeah, that would be a weird back. original sin. You know, Wait, like, so what did Proverbs sixteen? <laughs> what did Proverbs sixteen eighteen mean event initially when they said? Well, I'm pride sure it was out of context, but that's why people are mad about it. Is because yeah. the, he the guy's going out of his way to make fun of gay people. Right. He 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 went through the Bible to find a quote to, to that had the word pride in it, so right, he could right. shit on gay people. Uh, that is yeah. what it is. Now, as far as the outrage goes on this, well, you know what's annoying about here's one thing that uh, sure. happens that often in real life. I feel like. 
they people will like just redefine something because they know that sounds bad, and then they'll just say, "No, I'm the opposite of that thing." And then, they, but it's really they're, they're they're the same thing. Like, no, I don't hate gays at all. I totally love them. That's why it takes a true love to. But that happens often in life, and it's so annoying when people do that. It's like, no, yeah, you're they, just they hide behind that dislike angle. to say like, but you totally dislike by the. the thing I think that there's. Like I mean, I like to say it a lot when it comes to topics like these. There's so many layers because mm-hmm. much in the same way that religion has a huge hand in societal control, so does language. So when you put like a phrase together, or you bring up a phrase like "pride cometh" or "goeth before destruction" mm-hmm. or, or what have you, then it's kind of like okay, well, you're angling at okay, speaking in a way that's like derisive to a group. All right, now you see, like if you were to defend that pastor for what he said or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, you could also play that angle of, all right, well, again, go back to the homogeny thing. People are used to living one way, right? And they see homosexuality as being wrong or, or that being something wrong with the, those people who do choose that lifestyle, mm-hmm. all right? As opposed to where maybe more progressive people feel like, okay, it's natural for somebody to have or want to want to live an alternative lifestyle, but they're not used to it. So it's kind of like, okay, they're ignorant to, okay, that lifestyle. I mean, you can choose to defend somebody, like a culture or an area in that way, maybe, you know. But like when you, when you don't understand something about a group, you just don't understand because you don't see it all the time. I mean, kind of comes into play. Like. Uh, that actually, you know, that actually ties into what you said a minute ago, too, about the homogenous. Because there are, most of the things. You said homo. Well, hom- homogenous and homosexual are not the same thing, by the way. For those what? of you who don't understand words, um, <laughs> but like the thing is, and I, I'm from a, I was kind of from a small town, and I get that the reason why people are super homophobic or super racist or whatever in a lot of cases isn't really based on hatred. It's more just a case of they've never been exposed to any type of that culture, so they only know what they've been told by the sources around them, which are the adults in town who tend to be super religious or super conservative. Uh, and, and when that's your only info to go off of, that's what you truly believe. And I do think that this pastor, because there are some who are like, you know, you know, kill the gays, burn them, you know, they're sinners. But then there are ones who are just like, you know, we believe they're children of God and we want to fix them because they, they believe it's like a defect. So it is there is kind of both sides to it. It's a very weird uh, multi-layered topic, and, and, like and, 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 and from our end, and from our end, but you just you just pointed out, it's mm-hmm. like two different levels of ignorance. So like you'll you'll choose the latter where it's just kind of mm-hmm. like, okay, that they need to be fixed. But that's that's at least better than okay, the ignorance where you're talking about burning people up or whatever. You know what yeah. I'm burn them at the stake. Yeah. Well, so, and so that's that that has to do, I think, too, with this this pastor, I think that he believes that he's sane. I do. I, th- I think he believes that. However, there are probably people who are in support of the sign who are hiding behind that, who, who actually are the more violent, extreme types who are like, yeah, no, he- we meant it from a place of love, wink, wink. But they really are you know, behind closed doors like, you know, fucking MAGA kill the gays. You know? <laughs> and so th- it's-, it's a very touchy thing. And that's why when people put signs up like this, it does piss a lot of people off because it's like, well, he might mean it from a place of love, but there's people driving by at the church honking the horn, being like, that's right, get him. But even and, his meaning it from a place of love is incredibly condescending and, you know, and... Uh, oh, religious people are in those sense yeah. because... So, like, it's, it's still, I think it's... Well, the condescension comes from the fact that they they read, a, you know, this book that was written thousands of years ago and translated 400 times and completely misconstrued. Right. And so they, you know, he believes that this is truth, this is reality, this is correct. Anything that diverts from that is wrong. I need to teach people how to fix that. Right. And so he, he, he I really do believe the pastor himself 
is not being a cunt, but people who support the sign uh, who aren't him and I mean, not everyone. No, no, he's being a they're cunt all because being he, we, he's saying the premise is still that they're flawed and so that he is being a cunt. Yeah. No, everyone's being a cunt. Uh, you know what the funny part of the anti-gay religious thing is? is sit, so they have to be like, okay, the reason we're against gay sex is sex is only should be used for like procreation. And then they have to like outlaw sodomy. And then, so then yeah. they can't like fuck their girl in the ass. And even if the girl like gives them a blowjob, like they're not supposed to do that. And then they fuck themselves because then they can't have like fun sex. Well, then that, no, well, they also are, get caught fucking kids too, which is weird. It, well, yeah, know, that's also. Yeah. Because there's like, an, it's always like the super conservative. Like this guy probably has pwned at least like two of his older boys. Okay. Yeah. Like really. So you have to be like, I hate gay people. And then you have to come home and be like, fuck, now I have to have like really, really boring sex with my yes, wife. Yes. Exactly. I need, we need to both uh, light, light the candles, do it at exactly 7.15. Missionary only, you know, 12 that, pumps or less. That's the ridiculous part about it, though, because it becomes something yeah. where it's like pick and choose sanctimony. Like, okay, like, well, like you're picking and choosing <laughs> when when to be holy and better than thou and all of that. Then behind closed doors, you're, you know, they literally are committing some of the bullshit that, you know, that you were just mentioning or you were mentioning, Sandy. Like, you know, and, and then and then the other thing I like to point out, like, yo, we have the luxury of living here in New York where we're in like a yeah, mixed No one judges us. Yeah, well, okay. yeah, I mean, but we're exposed to everything. So we have uh, like, a, I guess, a better understanding that, all right, well, people live differently. And the thing that bugs me the most is the fact that people, are, you know, they're leaning, they're trying to base their reasoning on a book that's a thousand years old. Meanwhile, life is changing all the time. So it's kind of like, yeah. okay, so, so you don't have the presence of mind to fucking adjust to how life is now and the changes that go on is how committed are you know i i want to i want to i want to add on to something you just said a second ago chris oh because you, you said that we live in new york where kind of no one judges us and it's okay to kind of live oh we however. get judged like we get judged I like crazy a, but it's in a different life i have a buddy who recently, <laughs> recently came out of the closet about a year ago and he was he was telling me about this about how he was like yeah i was really concerned that people are going to judge me and no one gave a fuck like no one he was like coming out to his friends and everyone's like yeah it's cool like you want another round like whatever like no one even wanted to talk about it it was so like nonchalant around here everyone's like we knew it's like it's like <laughs> either we knew or it's like yeah great go have fun like mm -hmm. it, it's a much much different uh, mentality around here but anyway as far as the outrage goes on this this one now i obviously agree with the sentiment of this guy's a douchebag for putting up this sign however at the same time in terms of, of outrage capital and in terms of sort of what your who your targets are i don't know if this is the best target because this is what you expect in alabama you know what i mean right. like going after a pastor for something you knew he was going to say anyway what are you really accomplishing here because you know what i mean like because this at the end of the day america is a big country and this church was not in bushwick brooklyn and it was not in hollywood and so this was in a part of the country where this kind of shit is really expected so trying to get someone to I don't know if they wanted to take his sign down or get him in trouble or what the case may be, but whining about people who are super religious, who are way too far gone to uh, find a way to get them to be less bigoted throughout their life, I don't know if this is a great use of internet outrage. So I'll go, like my official rating on this is going to be legit dot dot dot, but fucking useless. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at. Sandeep, what do you think? I think, I feel like the useless part is pretty much blanket for every, every ruling we've ever... <laughs> We've ever made, <laughs> but yeah, legit. I, you know, you're you're gonna if you're gonna say bigoted shit, and even if we know you're gonna say it, I mean, everyone who does that should be marginalized, and every time they do it, and they just lose power that way. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, I think spreading the word that these people suck is definitely important. Um, yeah, so legit. So Chris, how do you yeah, feel about no, this? I think no, much like um, what you were. I'm sorry, English. Much like you were saying, I mean, I think it's it's zone dependent. I mean, I don't. You yeah. see, you're you're quick to you're quick to pretty much shit on Alabama. Like you basically is like you know like the ignorant. You make it seem like it's the ignorance capital of the world, and maybe they're the given amount of it. But again, it's gonna be, it's gonna depend on where you're from. If you're from a progressive city and you think mm-hmm. in a progressive or liberal way, you're gonna look at that shit as outright wrong. I mean, I look at it that way. But you know, I would say that maybe Middle America will look at that same story and they'll think, okay, well, the pastor was wrong but it's kind of more of a misdemeanor than it is a felony from a social standpoint yeah and you know, by the way i just want to say that, that the fact that somebody that lives in alabama took the time to snap a picture of this and post it online that means that there are some good folks in huntsville alabama well you yeah. know we, we are our, our evil uh brooklyn woke culture that's pro pro minorities and pro gay we're even seeping down to alabama it's only a matter of time people and then how old yeah. was the pastor, by the way? Does anybody know the age of the pastor? Like, did this age come up? No, but no, that factors uh, in too, I Matt, have no idea, but I assume yeah. above the age of 50. Uh, he's definitely yeah, old as fuck. Yeah. yeah. But, and it counts for something, though, yeah. man. Because if you're, if you're set, come on, if you came up at a time where people were hardcore in the closet, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, you know, that, that kind of, like, in, you know, like bolsters your way of thinking when it comes to the game. Um, oh, I totally agree. I always think there should be, like, a coefficient. Like, when someone says something racist or homophobic or something, there should be, like, a a coefficient of how aff- how offensive it is and definitely like over Age 85 related. i feel like you kind of oh no it's it's <laughs> kind of um, you know it's like when chris rocks like you can't you can't fault a I used to do a, a, a bit of dribble. You got to let some shit slide. Yeah, well, no, you don't. You don't let it slide, but you, you like, you, like you, 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 um, you come back at them, but with the understanding. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, like when when Megan Markle was like some someone in the royal family asked me like what color my kid was gonna be. It's like yeah, but if they were ninety, come on, man. Exactly. You know, like, I mean, it counts. Like, for so. it's like it was that was that because well, they think, thought it was Prince Philip. It's like Prince Philip is ninety nine fucking years old. Like, see, come on, it, yo, man. Like to simplify, there's a big difference between you. Calling me the N word and your dad doing it, you know what I'm saying? Like that—that there's a there's a huge difference, you know. Like yeah. like I expect you to know better, but your yeah. pops, oh man, man, maybe not, you know, like it's that kind of thing. Oh, well, dad would, but Prince Philip, I mean, <laughs> no, but even that's worse. That'd be still worse. But like, oh, what color is the baby gonna be? My grandma would ask that of two Indians who got married. Like, oh, what? Because if like one was a darker color, like like literally. Asked oh that wow, that's, that's right. You know, I used to do a, a bit about this that never that obviously didn't do well in Brooklyn about how like. Whenever you say a bad word and someone's about to like socially scold you and cancel you, just show your ID because if you like you were born before a certain year, you get a certain word that yeah, you're totally you allowed to say. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're born before 1990, you can say the F word, okay? You know, like if you were born before 1970, you can say the N word. Like, just it should be a tiered system of leave me the fuck alone when people try to cancel you. You know? Yeah, I mean, it should be a punishment, but like, I guess le- like like, the punishment- like less Jello or something if you're, you know, in the nursing home. Oh, I thought you were making a Bill Cosby <laughs> reference for a second. Sorry, because he was in the news recently. And That's pudding. That's pudding pop. Wasn't it Jell-O brand pudding? Oh, oh anyway. yes. It might have been Jell-O brand. It was Jell-O All brand. right. Touche. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, so legit on that one, obviously. Fuck that guy. But Alabama's not all bad. I, I know a few people from Alabama. Um, I hear the weather's down there and the good in the wintertime. So there's that. I don't really know much else about Alabama. I know they have a good football team, a good college football team. Anyway, uh, moving along, Sandeep, where are we going next? All right, this next story comes to us from Poland. Which right. drop a pin because I don't think I think this is the first Polish story, isn't it? Maybe, um, definitely in our first two or three, and we've done hundreds of these. Uh, yeah, so welcome Poland. Yes, uh, getting on the board. A Polish brewery has sparked outrage with a new beer called White IPA Matters, <laughs> <laughs> and an ad. Oh no! 
that oh, features no. a, a black man <laughs> drinking the beer in an American bar. And, and so this is the Matson, the <laughs> Menson Brewery, which is owned by right wing politician Slawomir Menson, uh, was behind it. And I think the it caused more outrage with a TV ad as opposed to the existence of the beer itself. And and the ad is weird. You got a black man at a bar called Top Gun Grill Bar uh, with American music blaring. Keep it, this is a Polish commercial, so this is all like, it's, it, it's abnormal that... There's uh, so many things wrong with this. Yeah. So it's not a common setting. And he's like warily drying a glass. And there's like, in this bar, there's a Confederate flag. They have guns on the wall. So it's supposed to be like some kind of Southern white trash Dukes of Hazard bar or something. I love that there's like a bunch of international people who have this idea of America. Yeah, that and- was surprising too. Like <laughs> that they, they show all this stuff and like the Polish would get like what we're talking about. Well, they're, they're Poland. Here's the thing I will say about that is that I work with a lot of people um, who are uh, Eastern European immigrants. And I also live in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, which for those of you who are, don't live in New York, that's like a very heavy Polish neighborhood. And I'm telling you, a lot of them are like, fuck yeah, pro-America Trump 2020. Like they are it's a right wing part of the world. And so they admire that sort of like redneck American, you know, nationalistic culture, even though they're immigrants. It's weird that they would, the stuff that like the Confederate has nothing to do with them. Like why would they even, and then the guns, like that's not a gun control isn't an issue in Poland, but they navigate towards our right wing issues. That's that's what was surprising to me. A lot of people look to America for, for most hot button cultural issues. I can see Polish, like the anti-immigrant, like, because it's just, that's something that they deal with, I guess, you know, but like, they're a very nationalistic country for sure. Poland is where some of the uh, Holocaust was going down. Like that's not a uh, welcoming part of the world for a lot of those type of cultural issues. Yeah. Okay. So this is the commercial. The guy's warily drying a glass and then some, (laughs) This white guy comes into the bar, he takes out this beer, he hands it to the to the black guy who drinks it, and then he says, in Polish, which was, where are there black people in Poland? And then he says, that's what I needed, in Polish. And that's the ad, and I don't, it's a weird ad. And Wait, what stuff, does he say in Polish? That's what I needed. He just, he likes the beer. You know, he drinks it, and it's like, you know, like in every beverage commercial, they drink it, and it's like, oh yeah, this is awesome. We have so much to say about this. Uh, I, I'm going to defer to our, uh, our our black guest, uh, Chris. What's where, your initial where reaction? Where did they find the brother that would sign off on even being a part of this commercial? Like, you know, what I mean? commercial acting it pays a lot for one yeah. weekend to work. <laughs> I so, mean, I mean, but like, integrity. everyone's got a price, Chris. Yeah, well, yeah, man. But but this this with, with everything that's going on, like you you, you, you attach your 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 face, up, your likeness. And you take part in this. It's just like, I'm wondering if he has black friends. I'm wondering if he's one of those brothers that, you know, like most of his friends are white. So it's just kind of like, all right, he. I got to look this up. I want to know the percent. Are there black people in Poland? I'm going to look that up right now. I want to know because I get. He can't can't come back to the. If he's from the hood, he can't come back to the hood after shooting this. Like, you know, seriously. (laughs) He can't. And then he's like in this American bar in Poland. But I, I can't tell. I feel like it's supposed to be the bar is supposed to be in America or maybe it's an American themed bar in Poland, but I think it's supposed to be in America, but then he talks in Polish, which is weird. Maybe it's supposed to be seen as an American bar, but it's still a, uh, a Polish commercial. So like right. he's gonna, he's, or maybe it was dubbed. I don't know. Or, or It wasn't dubbed. Like he responded in Polish. So it wasn't like, okay. He okay. said, this is what I need. And then the, you know, it was like written in Polish. 
the subtitled in Polish. Like, you know, he talked Polish. So he's it's some I who I want to know the backstory. Like, who what's the backstory of this character? Of the I mean, commercial? like, I just, I just kind of picture like you know, people in Poland just like they just watch a lot of Dukes of Hazard, and so yeah, and I yeah. feel yeah, like no, it was, for sure. it was totally like that. sort of like you know the commercial was inspired by by the series. It's, there's so much there's so much social clumsiness going on within this whole thing, and it's just like a hundred percent. I mean, at the same you know, people recognize their own type, and there is a heavy right wing. Uh, sect in that part of the and world, and, and they admire our right wing sect. So they were trying to idolize the American. Like people do, dream of that shit. They dream of coming to America, and some people want to come and see the Statue of Liberty, and other people want to just go to a fucking bar in Alabama and be around their fellow racists. And that is who this commercial is appealing to. You know, uh, that, you know that's an interesting point because like. When other countries look, I'm not well traveled worth shit. Like, I mean, like I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm 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 a little too New York based. But when you you pay attention to like how or from what you gather from how other countries live, like you know they they get entertained by like American TV and film. So and they there is a fascination with how America lives. And mm-hmm. if they decide to whether you're talking about Poland, whether you're talking about China, whether you're talking about Argentina, when they come to this country, they're chasing that quote-unquote, American dream. That American dream is to live like who? They're, they want to live like, for the most part, affluent or well-to-do white American. They're certainly not coming to live like... <laughs> they're, not, they're not coming to live like my people, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying, for the most part. And so when they, so if they see that as success, they're going to gravitate to, okay, how white America perceives other cultures, all right? And I, see, I think you're seeing some of that in this commercial. You know, and which when I look at it that way, that's why I'm looking at this brother like, yo, what are you doing? Why are you feeding into this? Even if you are getting paid, like, don't you draw a line at some point, man? Like, well, I mean, I don't depends know. How I don't much, know. Depends how much uh, free beer they gave him, I oh, guess. Man, but, <laughs> so I'm trying to look this up online. I can't even find any information about uh, any type of minorities in Poland. Uh, however, I did come across, this is from Wikipedia, it says, The population of post-World War II Poland became nearly completely ethnically homogenous as a result of the German Nazi Holocaust. So basically, uh, and the, the only number I could find is that the population uh, is 98.6% European. I don't know if that means white or what that means. But yeah, I don't know. I your, you, your, question, you with that. your question of, of where they find this guy, when you actually look up the demographic data on the country... It gets even more difficult. It's like did, they might have had to import a black guy just for this commercial. I'm, you know, you know? What? I'm willing to wager that they did, man. <laughs> and like, but like you said, everybody had to look. I'm, I'm proud. I'm like furiously proud black. Like that. That's how I live. Oh yeah, you know, no. Like you see, like you, when you met me. I had the necklace that just, you met me with this on. Like it means something to me, you know. But mm-hmm. but then it's just kind of like it becomes something where, and I don't want to get too deep with it, but it's like. When you think about perception in this country, like perception of um, Indian, like South Asians that live in this country, um, Blacks that live in this country, East Asians, mm-hmm. you know, like they're all seen a certain way by white Americans. And that carries a given amount of weight because while I'm proud, I'm proud as fuck to be a black man, that pride doesn't necessarily carry over to the next black person and the next black person. You could take, you could take a black person that, you know, saying they, may not, they might not be as dignified and that person would be easier to coerce into doing this kind of fucking commercial. You know, look, I've got fellow brothers that like, you know, that have come at me and they're like, you know what? They're tired of, I've heard them say that they're tired of being black. Or, or like, you know, in certain instances, they wish they weren't. And when you look at it like that, that's where yeah. it gets deep. You see, that's what makes a commercial like this possible. 
You know, I mean, like, look, I mean, it's it's funny because it's not, you know what I mean? Well, it's, it, it, it's how you get, like, the Candace Owens of the world, the people who are just like, fuck it, I'm tired of fighting that fight. I'm just going to join the other team and, ki- and kiss up. Because and, and, I actually, um, well, I don't really want to talk about my job that much, but I, I know a lot of uh, black dudes that used to work with me who, like, when a Republican or, like, a right-winger would find out that they were also kind of of that belief set, they would start getting invited to all kinds of events because they wanted to kind of hold them up as their token black guy at the event. Uh, yeah. And it sound, and the thing is, and some of them enjoy that because they like the attention. It's like, wow, I'm on the team where everyone, you know, really wants me to be here, da 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 instead of the other team that just kind of wants everyone to fight constantly. Yeah, well, you, you and, then, and then there's that angle, too, because it's sort of like, yeah, well, you feel accepted. You see, yep. like me, like I, you know, like when when I walk when I walk these streets and I walk these lands, I'm not looking for acceptance because you know I have my self ownership and I ride my own self ownership, and mm-hmm. I try to build through that, you know, and like you know, like when I see people, I just see people, you know, just you know, from a diplomatic standpoint. But at the same time, I know what's going on, and I know that I'm seen a certain way, and it's gonna just it just be, it just becomes this balancing act for me, like, as a proud black man, but not everybody's willing to, like, you know, say, walk that walk on a regular basis. Yeah, some people just sell out, like, this guy in the commercial. Oh, like, big time. (laughs) Yeah, big time. So I don't understand the the message of the commercial, though. They're trying to sell beer. What the fuck kind of... No, what what are they... Are they trying to say that it's so good that a a black person would, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> will be become more sympathetic towards like white lives matter from drinking the beer. I don't. I think. I, don't understand I, I think what it's. The ex- message I, is. I think it's exactly that. Okay. Like, you know, what I'm saying. And, and, but this and, dude was already working in the Southern Bar, so before the beer, so like, well, he was already like sympathetic. What was going on? Who is this guy? Yeah, man. But but it's, <laughs> but it's crazy though because like somewhere some cause like the like the underlying tone of it is okay. Well, once you get to the end of the commercial, it's something where okay, in some roundabout way. You're minimizing BLM. You're you're minimizing like that Black Lives Matters movement, and you're you're honestly doing it for no reason because they're like, what's going on in Poland have absolutely nothing how, to how, do yeah. with with the fight and struggle that goes on when it comes to how that. How many like, Black Lives are there in Poland? Apparently, not many. Yeah, you know, yeah, this guy named the beer clearly after like the the whole Black Lives Matter shit going on here. Because oh, so he, it's so like resonant in making, Poland that they would, like, they would like even know well, as an issue. Well, again, we already talked about that. Yeah, like, like you the, said. The, the right-wing right. culture there strongly admires the right-wing culture exactly. here. So and like, to so your point. They, and, so, and, and I have friends who, and I don't want to name names, I don't want to get kind of too deep into this, but I do have friends who, and you know comics in the scene, of course, we, both, we all do, yeah. who they're kind of more right-leaning themselves and they think that just making fun of like BLM or Pride Month is a punchline because <laughs> they're not funny. Um, and I think that's what that is. I think that th- they wrote this commercial with the idea of like, oh yeah, if we make fun of that issue, people will think it's funny because people agree with us on that because that's what comedy is now. Comedy is, oh, does that person agree with me? Oh, then they're funny. And I think that that they, there's so many layers to this because first they had to come up with the idea, then they had to like somehow build a set of, of like a Southern American bar, then find a black guy and at no point were they like, this maybe is not a good idea. <laughs> like, they, they were committed to this bit. Yeah. You know, you and, know? and, and it's, it's weird because on one hand, I'm looking at it like, okay, because they are not exposed to, like, black struggle like, on a regular mm-hmm. basis or any basis at all because you're out, you're, you're across the Atlantic and all of that. So it, it might become, like, more easier for you to not take what goes on here seriously. But at the same time, historically, like you mentioned earlier, like World War World War One, but no, wait, more more so. No, World no, War they II. did both, but two is the one with all. Yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah. where they took it in the ass hardcore. So, like, yeah. you know, so, so, 
they they know like you know historically they know what it is to actually experience something like that so if you know what that's like and then you still power power through and create this commercial is this it, that's where it's, that's where it's really like wow it's like okay fine you can't maybe you can't relate but maybe you're making small a bit so so small that you think it's okay to do this i don't know i don't know like and i do want to say one thing too um about about not about that but about something so we if you're gonna do just a pun with uh with any type of major social issue that's fine like we did a story years ago on this show uh where a restaurant got yelled at because they were trying to sell some like uh, Mediterranean dish and they put black olives matter on their front sign hilarious because there's not much meant by it but I think in this case with the commercial they definitely meant something by it they like went out of their way like I guarantee you this brewery owner whoever made this beer to, to come up with a with a with a beer name that literally is white something matters he's a big like he's a big right wing yeah of po- course he is. he's run for office it, twice you so, can yeah. you can tell by the the beer type so this guy clearly did mean something by it um, but at the same time, it's a beer commercial. I, I just, it, it, this one's a really hard balance for me. Obviously, I wouldn't hang out with this guy. He seems like kind of a douchebag, much like in the last story. But at the same time, it is, he, he, what he was trying to do, I think, was be funny. And he just, it fucking fell flat in its face because he obviously had to translate it and kind of jump through hoops to even build this commercial. I don't like this guy, and and but at the same time, it is it's a little funny that he went not what he wrote, but the fact that he went that far out of his fucking way to say something like that. So I'm very much on the fence in this one, but I'm leaning towards legit. Um, Chris, what it's do you a, think it, about this? I think I think well, I have to feel like I have to feel. Yeah, like I feel like legit. you're representing you see, the. You yeah, see, yeah. You see, but the thing about it is, like, they're, they're, the blatancy, like behind like putting this together. Like, yeah, you know, like that. That's the it was heavy that, hand. Yeah, that's the thing that you know kind of blows my mind in a sense because all this does it basically it basically brings back that point of okay, well, since Trump had gotten put like voted into office, it kind of inspires other people who have these views, sees other cultures that way. It gives them more of a voice, and mm-hmm. it gives it gives them, if not the power, the the re- like the reasoning where okay. I'm entitled enough. I have a right to put something on, put this kind of content out because now I know what a guy like Trump in office. I know that you have there's millions and millions of people in this country and in other countries that view like you no know, issues of race a certain way or certain races a certain way. It's like, oh, other people think like this. All right, now it's okay. Now I know that I'll get some kind of following for this commercial. They know damn well that other people are going to be like offended by it, but it's not for them. If you know, they didn't make that commercial for them. They made it for the people who maybe like you no. Know, Middle America that see things a certain way. They make it for the red states. They're like they see it and they're well, kind of slap their knee and kind of get a kick out of that's it. That's exactly what I've been saying, Chris. And you fucking nailed it. They made this for the red states. Poland is a red state. Exactly. <laughs> Poland. Or, if Poland or, yeah, were or, suddenly yeah, part of America, there would be so, two more fucking Republican senators because they are a re- like it, it is a right wing part of the world where shit like this you can get away with. Now, it, it is interesting though that. Poland, they sounds like the, this is just a commercial that's airing. If they fucking aired that during a football game here in America, I think there'd still be a lot more uh, public scrutiny, a lot more outrage about it. So it just it goes to show you that America does kind of kick ass. Fuck Poland, we're more con- um, yeah, but it's interesting. We're more though, progressive because, than you, yeah. Because <laughs> cause now, cause now what you, now now what are we doing with entertainment now though? Because you know, at the end of the day, commercials are a form of entertainment, right? So it's like okay, when you put something on, is that is this where we're headed? Is where okay, you create content, and when you create it, it's specifically for a certain demographic. It's specifically for 
a right wing thing. You know, that, that's interesting. You know, you you know can, what? That's, you, like, you, yeah. you're going gonna to put really you out knowing that you're going to, like, never mind my people, but people in general. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you'll, you'll, put out, you'll put out content, you'll put out a commercial, you'll put out a show knowing that, okay, some people might be offended, but most people are going, or a given amount of people are going to, or enough, enough that I can justify putting out this commercial. We got to remember, this is a country that adored all in the family. You know what I mean? So I mean, some of us still do, but from a different perspective. And by the way, actually, I'm glad you said that. If any of you ever get bored, go on YouTube because it's on YouTube. Watch the pilot episode of All in the Family. They are literally <laughs> arguing with this guy about stuff that we still talk about today. Like white privilege was something they talked about in episode one of that show, sure. in like wow. 1960 or some shit. Really interesting. But I, I, I want to get back to what you said a second ago. Is that they felt comfortable putting this kind of content out? I think that, and I'm not saying that it's right. And I'm not agreeing with this dude, but I am saying that some of this stuff is kind of a cultural backlash to the point where, and look, I'm pro pride, I'm pro whatever, you know, all the, I live in Brooklyn, okay? But at the same time, living through Pride Month in New York City, didn't you feel a little bit beaten over the fucking head? with the pride shit everywhere and the, you know, all this stuff every 10 feet you walk. And I think sometimes it might also be a function of, you know what, if they're going to have their fun and, and every corporation and every beer commercial is going to have rainbows, fuck it, we're going to do one that's kind of more right-leaning for us. Yeah, you know, but you know? you know, but you see, I'll always be okay with it. And this is not me trying to earn brownie points with any group. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to remember, you have to remember, like, that closet life. That shit's no joke. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, I mean, look, I I, I don't I, know. Being, I know being that, a closet right winger or being a closet homosexual? No, being a closet homosexual. Okay. But, you know, yeah. like, to, you know, it, it's a hell of a way to live to be ostracized, like, you know, like w- within an American culture. Like, you know, it's hard in this city, and this city's always been some kind of progressive. Imagine if you're, I mean, you know, look, the previous story we were talking about in Alabama. Like, even now, living as a gay man in Alabama, it's, it's probably. You know, it's probably a big, big challenge. Probably not a good time. So, so when you do talk <laughs> about, so when when that when they're when they're celebrating, they're celebrating. You know, saying you know, not having to deal with what they dealt with in the or as much of it as like in the eighties or seventies or whatever. So it's like, yeah, yeah. It, is it, does it seem like overkill? Like you know. In a sense, yeah, but I get it. I think it's like a necessary well, and, and overkill. That's, and like that's, a necessary overkill, if I could term it that way. You okay. know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, and, and I, ne- I never really thought of it to that really, because again, I'm a white guy. I don't have to think about these things for Yeah, because we're living I in really the don't. We, we live in the present. So, like, you know, so, yeah. so we, so it's something like we're doing our day to day shit. And like, and, and I kind of feel like that's part of the American structure. It's just like half people live in the now. So they're not thinking about why, okay. Gay pride has become a thing. Why pride month? And like, you no, know, mm-hmm. always some sort of divergence and shit like that. So then you are going to have people that are going to be like, okay, this is overkill. Nah, there's a reason why it's overkill, boss. It's because, like, you know, there are well, people, and, get, and people got beat up like, and killed yeah. and dragged through the streets like, by, by trucks because of their sexual preference and shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that, that's what, you know. No, I'm all for uh, mainstreamizing and normalizing. Well, not the violence part, but the, you know, being gay, whatever, it's fine. But what I am saying is that, like, if I'm someone who agrees with any choices or however you're born or whatever the case may be, if I'm someone who's in support of it and and I think it's overkill, then someone who doesn't agree with it, it's probably driving them a little bit fucking mad. Oh, for sure. And so that that, that is kind of how you get... Uh, the last president that we had. That's how you get commercials like this is when you beat people over the head to where they they develop this victim complex. You know what I mean? It, by the way, isn't it amazing how we've managed to, to get to this like multi-layered conversation from a fucking beer commercial? I almost, I, I, I almost <laughs> apologize for it because I mean, that's, that's, that's no, how it's this, good. this fucking brain of mine works because like, no, there are layers to everything and we're made to not think about those things. Yeah. And, 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 
But then it, when you see a black guy in a Polish beer commercial, we have to talk about this. Oh, we uh, have uh, to talk uh, about this, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, need, it needs to be broken down. It's like, you know, I mean, like, we don't just operate a certain way to operate a certain way. It's just like, no, like, there, there's a fucking background to it, you know? And it's like, and that's the fucking yeah. thing about history. One thing leads to another, leads to another, and all of a sudden you got a goofy-ass commercial like this yeah. that we're looking yeah. at. And so what, what I'm saying is I'm not sympathetic to these people's views, but I am sympathetic to their sanity, you know, and, and their humanity. So that, that, that's kind of what I'm getting at. But yeah, the, fuck this guy. Uh, Sonny, how do you feel about this overall? I liked how you broke it down, which is like, I don't mm-hmm. mind puns in and of itself. Uh, mm-hmm. But when there's clearly like, I, I this this commercial went beyond the pun to... Um, oh yeah, they, they had an agenda. To make they clearly of, had an agenda, for sure. Yeah, to, yeah. to cheapen Black Lives Matter or to, to... I don't know what they were doing, but it was clearly that some some kind of weird... And it wasn't just a pun for the pun's sake. So that to me, I think you broke it down perfectly mm-hmm. and I would support any kind of pun or just the beer's name, White IPAs Matters. I, but clearly there was more to it, which is then puts it to me towards real outrage. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> that's a good spot. Now, let me uh, ask you, before we end the show, we always ask our guest, Chris Keyes, is there anything that you are currently outraged about that you want to let a little steam off on right here in the universe? You know what? You, you, yeah, I, like, I like telling people sometimes they even say it on stage or in or when I'm dating, it's like mm-hmm. I'm emotionally dead inside. Like at at the end of the day, and part of the reason why I am is because my opinion. I'm not a misanthrope, but it's kind of like misanthropy is constantly knocking on the door. My opinion of um human behavior is so low that like I expect this commercial <laughs> to happen. So like so so it's like yo. So because of that, like no, like it. it it takes no, some- yeah, you and I, we're kind of, I've always kind of noticed that, not to get all chummy on the air here, we're both kind of cynical fucking people, yeah. so we kind of have that sort of kindred yeah. spirit see, thing Another reason why Keith Nolan is going to take off. You see, but that's, that's my shit, though. That's my shit with language, though, because maybe I am a cynic. Maybe I am a cynic, but it's oh, kind of like, I am. It's, sort of, it's the sort of thing where, where language kind of controls... How we're supposed George to behave Carlin or think. Said, it's like, yeah. George Carlin once uh, said, well, he said that our, the quality of our thoughts is only as good as the quality of our language. There you go. There you so, go. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's sort of like, okay, because when, when somebody, because if somebody called you a cynic, right, then it, it, that's kind of like their way of saying, okay, well, you know what? Maybe you, maybe you should kind of think in a lighter way or whatever. They're kind of like suggesting that when they call you a cynic or if somebody calls me selfish, this, you know, then maybe they're saying, okay, I should be more given as opposed to, okay, doing something that like serve by so like maybe I'm not selfish maybe I like what I like maybe I maybe I want something to be a part of my life and I'm going to go you know saying to a great length in order to achieve that like I have a right yeah. to, you know, I have a I have a right to fucking so, yeah. so, well, I, I like being called a cynic because what I don't like is people will call themselves optimists as if it's a good thing you know like politicians <laughs> especially like I'm an optimist it's like oh so you you're be, you're fucking naive as shit, and you think things are always going to work out. And yeah, that's, it, it, that's not how the world is, buddy. So yeah. I'd, I'd, I'm, I'm happy to be a cynic, or at least like so, not so an you're optimist. outraged about the fact that people think that you are cynical. Well, you know what? Look, here's my thing. Like, it may, no, look, like, like, what, okay, what are you, what are you mad about, well, Chris? Like, no, well, you see, it's not necessarily mad, but it's like, okay, okay, if you're calling me like a cynic, or if you're calling me pessimistic, mm-hmm. well, like maybe I'm just a realist, right? And maybe. Mm-hmm. The the reality that I observe, like you know, they're just not sexy, and I just kind yeah, of point yeah. and and I just point that out. It doesn't make me a cynic. I have eyes and ears. This is what so, I so, saw so and heard. The thing that's <laughs> bothering you, you would say, is the fact that you see yourself as kind of a realist, and other people they're they're kind of not on your level with well, that. Well, cynic shit. has a negative well, you know, connotation, I mean, I mean, right? You know, I yeah. welcome the cynic label. If you want to see me as that, if you want to see me as a pessimist, oh yeah, or a I, cynic, I own that shit. No, Absolutely, but fuck it, fine. Yeah. You know, saying like I mean, like look, I'm not gonna. 
I'm not I'm not out here trying to like you know saying like like blow sunshine up somebody's ass. I mean like I mean I look at things as what they are. People behave a certain way. I'm gonna say okay, mm-hmm. they're behaving this way. Um, they're gonna put out a commercial like this. I'm gonna say okay, they put out a commercial like this and it had such and such intentions. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like sugarcoat shit. You know what I mean? Like that. That's really so. It. So, so lack of realism is what's bothering you these days. Is that what? Is that kind of? I think that people have a way. I think that, and, I, and this mm-hmm. is not me being outraged. This is just me being observant. I think that people have a way of like sidestepping reality because of the ideal they feel they're supposed to live by, and and I think that I think that that's a big thing I mean, that goes on. Truth and to I that. think that, and I think that people really buy into it. They buy into this, this ideal that's fed to them literally from the time that they're born. And so, and if you don't, and if you don't meet that ideal, okay, now that's an indictment of who you are as a person. And then we just kind of live like that on a daily fucking basis. Yeah, no, you know? I'm into and, that. And it's such a, it's, and I think that it's a, such a clumsy way of living. But hell, if everybody's living that way, then you're just kind of like within this norm, and you don't. And most people don't get a chance actually to think outside the fucking box. So, so, so if you're... I were to be, I'm sorry, if I were to be outraged by something, it would be that. But again, okay, I oh, that's what I was asking. So, so, so you're you're outraged that there there are um, too many idealists and not enough realists that you're surrounded with. Is that kind of what we're? And by the way, I'm sorry for oversimplifying what you're trying to say. No, no, I'm just trying cool. to, no, I'm trying to cool. grasp I mean, what you're think, fucking saying. No, yeah, yeah, but no, I think I think it's kind of along that avenue. I think that we're all capable of independent thought and. You know, and I think that people perhaps are just like choosing to not think independently because it's more convenient to follow and live for that ideal. You know, like, I mean, I was thinking like this is a side thing and I don't want to dominate like the conversation, but like I was having, I got like half catfished like um a couple of weeks ago and I'm hanging out with this girl, she was huge and you know, there was no way to tell from the pictures or whatever. But it's besides the point because I'm not a dickhead about this it. This is what I know, this is what I want to talk about. Okay, all right. No, okay, well, we can we could delve into those it if angles you want are tricky. You see, but you see, but the thing about it is, like, look, I mean, look, I've done so much fucking dating that, like, if this happens, like, fuck it, I'm just gonna have a drink with the girl and then just talk. And she's divorced, got a couple of kids. Now, here's the thing that I was, I'm kind of playing at, mm-hmm. and she's talking about the challenge of having two sons, right? And and doing it as a, a divorced woman or whatever, and all of that. And then she was talking about the fact that she wasn't even sure she wanted kids at the time, but. Um, she was kind of pressured into it by her then husband, and at the same time, sounds like an awesome date. No, well, no, no well, I was not going <laughs> to sleep with her, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm in it for the conversation now, right?" Yeah. No, but these things interest me though, because it's like again, it's the human behavior thing. So she was just like, "Okay, well, she got kind of pressured into it by her then husband, and at the same time, everybody around her in that Jewish community, because turns out she was Jewish, like they were all getting, they were all." having kids and starting families. So she's, she's Jewish. So, so basically, okay. even though even though Jewish went in Rome, and next thing you know, she's a mom, and now she's in this mm-hmm. situation. And she kind of said it with this tone of like, almost kind of like regret. Like if she could do it again, she wouldn't have the kids. And she was talking about the fact that she didn't really get a chance to enjoy New York life. They say that, you know, there's done studies on this, and this ties into what you just said. The number one thing that depresses people throughout life is having children. More so than the death of a spouse, more than the death of your parents, more than, uh, you know, any type of, you know, your team loses a championship game. That if people who have kids at the wrong point in life or people who weren't supposed to have kids who do, it is the number one thing that fucks people's lives I, 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 yeah, And it I sounds like you, you unfortunately want to date with someone like that, Chris. Well, hey, look, yeah. man, the wind, no, the winds blow how the winds blow. But the, but the point is, it's just, it's just kind of like easy to kind of like fall into... Mm-hmm. 
you know, a life that perhaps you weren't really meant to live based on based on the world around you and not what you think, like, you know, like on your own. You know, a lot of us don't get a chance to. Yeah. And, so and you're saying that this person was pressured into an ideal and now she's living a life that's less than ideal. Essentially. Yes. All right. Uh, you know what? <laughs> that is a great place to end. Single moms and cynicism. Uh, thank, you, thank you all and for listening. more list- alliteration. Yeah, it, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a student alliteration machine today. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can email us at thefakeoutrageaport at gmail.com. I'm Phil Causey on all the socials. Uh, Sandeep Sen is Sandeep Sen Comics, spelled deep like the water. And if you have a minute of your life, or even less than a minute, just take a minute, give us those five stars on iTunes. We deeply appreciate it. And you can find Chris Keys online at... You can find me on Instagram at Keyseology, K-E-I-S-E-ology. Good thing you spelled that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a good follow, by the way. He's a good follow, very outspoken dude, big fan. But before we go, uh, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Uh, guys, look for the new project, Keys and Cause. Yes. <laughs> uh, tight Traps and Tight Ten, uh, Pecs and... What was it? Punchlines. Coming to ABC this fall.